All right, and welcome to the very first Thoughts on Demand podcast. Uh, my name is Jay. I'm here with my co-host, Mo. Hello. What's up, man? And so we are going to be starting this podcast. It's all just basically stuff that we always talked about when we'd be hanging out, having coffee, drinking scotch, whatever it might be. And so we're going to be just rapping about whatever it is um, and really just shooting the shit. And if we offend people, we really don't care because quite honestly, I'm just kind of done with that. The whole PC lifestyle, just not really us. So we're just going to talk like we do when we hang out, which I think will be pretty cool. What do you think? Yeah, why not? The one thing I wanted to talk about right off the bat was Robert Kraft, bro. Dude, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at this and I'm trying to figure out why anyone cares. Like this dude, if I'm not mistaken, didn't his wife die and he took it really, really hard a few years back? Yeah. So why do they care if this guy always wants to get jerked off? Because because he's the owner of the Patriots and that's the most hated uh, NFL franchise right now because they are too good at what they do. Uh, some accuse them of cheating and a lot definitely don't like them because they support POTUS 45. <laughs> okay. All right. I get that too. I get that part of it. But you know what he should do? Dude? He should flip around and be like super ultra liberal about it. Be like, you know what? How come some woman couldn't sell her body? It's her right. It's her choice. She's she's doing it of free will. It's not forced upon her and she's getting compensated for it. See, and like, that's the, most that's liberal the thing aspect. though. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Um, if it was like if she was a chick who just knew what the, what kind of business she wants to do, and she walked in and she said, "You know what? I just want to give hand jobs mm. for money." Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's adult and they're consenting. That's where I stand on that. If you're adults and you're consenting, I, I don't care what you do, because. So basically, I mean, she needs to be an escort. So she's a high end escort. No one cares, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, nobody should care. I mean, but I mean, no one should care. But would they still care? Would it be a news story like it is now if he got caught with a like an, just a high end escort? I mean, yeah, because people love to gossip about shit that's really kind of irrelevant. What's going on? It's kind of an escape, you know. But but how many people just around in general are still doing this? I mean, dude, there's probably fucking hundreds in every city. These guys go to a rub and tuck. Who cares? Like everybody's I mean, so, so judgmental about it. They're not judgmental about it, but who cares? That's the court of public opinion. And that's where you don't, apparently you don't need any knowledge to, to sit on that panel and just make a judgment call. So So ultimate hypocrisy, because no one really gives a shit. I wouldn't give a shit. Like who cares? This guy's wife is dead. Do you want, do you want him to go out and fake and buy some chick a drink and totally horribly ruin her emotional status and make her have a breakdown because she thought that he loved her? No. No, that cocktail is just going to go kill herself before she finds out that, oh, yeah, he's not with me because he loves me. He was just with me for a night. Yeah. Uh, well, here, here's the thing, though. Um, oh, man. It, it's funny because that's, you know, I, in this day, I think CNN would have rather like to have him caught with like saying the N word or something, you know? Oh, God, I, I, certainly. I think you're I think you're 100 percent right. 100%. You know, that's like, that would be like the cream of the crop for them. Like, yeah, we got him, you know? Oh, yeah. The the, the uh, RFWG or the rich, fat, white guy absolutely yeah. caught him. He, he was the yeah, patriarchy. But realistically, he's, I don't know, man. Is he super right wing? I couldn't tell you. I, I have mean, no idea. 
they play in Gillette Stadium after that god awful commercial. You know, oh, ooh, oh, conspiracy, dude! This is a conspiracy. You think so? <laughs> yes. Oh man, yeah. The right's trying to get it because he's in Gillette Stadium, so it's somebody on the right who's trying to get at it. Oh, I, I, dude, now I totally believe it. I totally get it. Well, here, here's the crazy <laughs> thing, though, right? You, you, mm-hmm. When you're on the internet a lot, which I am, you come across a lot of stuff, like you know, from random. You know, fake rapper, fake gangster rapper who mm-hmm. faked a shootout on Instagram to get some clout to propertarianism, you know, and anything <laughs> in between. Yeah, right. But dude, you know, I was listening to that. I, I'm going to jump on that, dude. Propertarianism. I, I never heard Propertarianism. Yes, yeah, sorry. Go ahead and uh, fill everybody in on exactly what it was because you probably have a little bit more knowledge on it than I do. I just watched a quick 15 minute YouTube video and read a few things, and I'm like, uh, all right, I kind of yeah. get it. Nobody does. See, here's the beauty of propertarianism. <laughs> the guy who invented it, he goes by the name of Kurt Doolittle, right? And uh, 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 Kurt Doolittle, like yeah. a perfect name, dude. Perfect yeah. name, like Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, yeah. So he, I guess it's a, ph- a philosophical, empirical system, the moral for the state, a, a compass, a moral. I don't, I don't know. Nobody really gets it. But well, what he's sound- been vocal uh-huh. about is starting a violent revolution. Oh, a violent revolution. Okay, all right, all right. You know, and but here's the thing, though. Like, some of the stuff from, you know, listening or reading about it is actually, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like, I'm not going to like it. It's got its appeal to it. But then you go to his website or the Propertarianism Institute, and he's just quickly direct, like, directly speaking to Aryans. Like, the word Aryan keeps showing oh. up. Yeah. So, oh, so you it's know, a white, like a white pride movement. It, but it's not though, because okay. see, and maybe it is. I don't know. Or the white right hide movement. Like, all right, okay, look, look, we need to have our own Zion. All right, guys, like we need to have our property. It needs to be all about our property, and we need to have our Zion. We need to stick together. Yeah, <laughs> much, something like that. I, I don't you know, know. It sounded like to me that basically there is no government rules. The only rules that we necessarily live by and do business by are these personal contracts that you and I write with each other that we feel an agreement to. And that the government, their sole purpose is to be the arbitrator between any disputes between these people. Well, that was kind of the idea for the United States, but that didn't work very well, did it? <laughs> Well, no, because they wanted to have that more federal power. And yeah. you know, like the, you're telling me that the contract between me and the city, that everybody has an individual contract. Everybody has an individual contract, and you're supposed to keep that fair and equitable. No. Dude, come on, how, how does that work? It doesn't, especially when capitalism is involved. Because no. it would it would only be a matter of time until somebody walks into that city hall with a little extra cash and say, "Hey, maybe we can do this law that way," you know. And it happened. And I mean, you know, I love capitalism. I'm a free market. I'm a libertarian free market guy. I don't give a shit about almost anything. I don't care. If people want to be gay, be gay. If you want to be straight, good for you. If you want to be white, I'm proud of it. Good for you. If you want to be black, I'm proud of it. Absolutely good Great. for you as well. I don't care. You know? Um, but you know, So we were watching this thing on TV and Netflix has this like uh, 2000s documentary. It's like a small documentary series goes right. year by year kind of thing. Yeah, and I was looking at it and I'm thinking back to the Bush presidency and I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and younger. I was in my teenage years then. And it's just crazy to me how you're sitting there watching them on television talking about like how gay marriage is an abomination. I'm like, God, that feels like 
When did that happen? I don't remember that when I was a kid. That's because you didn't care as a kid. Yeah, and, but it, it's still such an issue today. I'm like, wait, that happened back in 2004. Like, we're so far past that. This is still an issue? It's like, not an issue. No. It was never an issue. People made it an issue. And, you know, politicians piggybacked on that issue. But, you know, how, how many gay people did we know and how many problems did we have with them? None. No, never. I, I, you know what? There was a kid in high school that we called like Gaysian because he was a gay Asian kid. Okay. But he was he was super flamboyant and like he thought it was the most hilarious thing in the world. He called himself Gaysian. You're like, well, yeah. All right, see, that's the, the thing. That, that's like, the only like time I ever think I'm like, ah, oh, that was something derogatory toward a gay person. I actually said, yeah, but see, you know what? Even I know some gay guys. One of my good friends was a gay guy, but he's an alpha, toxic male, gay type of guy. Oh. He he said he he can't stand that flamboyant, you know, mm. very mm. feminine type of homosexual. He said it himself, you know, and it's it, like it's not hate. It's just an observation, and if the observation is offensive, you know. I don't want to go to jail, man, for offending you. So I'm sorry. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know? is, yeah, we're going to turn into Canada where it's like a hate crime to say any of that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, you know. It, it is odd. It's very weird to me that everybody needs to be so individualized and special. No, dude, in public, I just want to blend in with everybody else. We'll want, see that. I just want to blend in and be ignored yeah, by everybody. Yeah, you want to be the gray man. Every every smart person should be the gray man. You know, a lot of people accuse me because I'm a Leo that I love the spotlight, and I'm like, no. On the contrary, actually, I hate the spotlight. I want to blend in and look like a janitor somewhere. Like I just I don't exist. Yeah. I don't want attention. I don't like it. You because know, when but- you bring attention onto yourself. Even if you're bringing good attention, you're bringing a lot of bad attention. Everybody, no matter where you're at, somebody's going to have bad attention toward you, have some sort of just something's going on. If you're out there and you're that gray man that you're talking about, no one gives a shit. No one knows who you are. You You flew past everybody. And it makes life so much easier. Yeah. It it is. And, And the less you care, the happier you will be. I don't know where I saw that. It's probably a meme or one of those stupid spiritual pages on Instagram. Mm. And I, I just, it resonated with me. Like the less you care, the happier you will be. And I started practicing that. That's really kind of true. Yeah, it, it, it true. is. It's like the philosophy of, of the wise man right there. What's the secret to happiness? Don't give a shit about 99% of the shit you give a shit about right now. Oh, what and was it, the episode of the Simpsons, uh, Marge, there's an end, end of an episode where she said something along the lines of, uh, oh God, what is it? I, I know I'm cool because, or how do you know if you're cool? Well, you don't get told just because you know you're cool. You just know. Yeah. But then it's like, how else do you know? Well, just, you're, just who cares? You're, or you're that hot chick who doesn't think they're hot. Like, shut the fuck up. Everybody knows you're hot. You know you're hot. Just, yeah. you know, like, it doesn't stop need to be said. It. Yeah, stop. Just stop with the act. We get it. You know, back then we would believe her. And then like idiots, like thirsty idiots that we would oh, yeah, be like, like, oh my God, you're like the most beautiful thing ever. Now, if a chick says that to me, I'd be like, yeah, you probably, you know, you're, uh, you know what I say? I say, you know yourself more than anybody else. <laughs> That's a very kind of backhanded compliment. Oh, you know yourself better than anybody else. You're, you're right. You, well, you, it's, know, it's a fact. you know it's true. And no one yeah. else does, you know it's true. I'm so fat. When she's not fat, I'm like, you know yourself more than anybody that will ever walk this earth. Oh man, dude. Oh man. That's ridiculous. I mean, see, and, and people get mad at me. It's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, wow, for for making an observation of an asshole? Yeah, but nowadays, observations, anything like that is considered a hate crime, dude. You know, you can point out whatever it is. I had to yell at my neighbor because it's Christmas lights up in fucking February. 
in February yeah, he had his laziness. Christmas lights up. And I looked over, I was like, hey man, uh, you gonna pull your Christmas lights down? And he's like, oh, you know, I forgot I put them up. And I'm like, how did, how did you forget you put them up? How did you forget you put them up? Yeah. Like, so you're walking past them every day, dude. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, a good you, one. You park in the like driveway. That. And so I just looked at him, I was like, do you need help pulling them down? Because I'll just start pulling them down. Dude, 20 minutes later, they're down. Like he came outside and pulled them down within five minutes. Done. See, you just I'm wanted just like, to be reminded. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's bullshit like that. Like his tree in the backyard, it's a new, it's a new house. The builder put it in and they have those stakes holding it down. This thing's already, dude, it's fucking leaning like no other. And I said, hey, man, like you need some help. Like I'll be happy to help you and pull it back because what's going to end up happening is in three years, the way it's like going, it's going to be over your house. It's going to crush your house in a storm when one of these storms rolls through and your insurance company is not going to cover it because you didn't take care of it. Like you have to take care of that as a problem. I was like, right now we could do it. I, I can come over and help you. And he's like, no, I'm good. Dude, it's been like that now for two months. So I was like, oh. Are you paying his insurance? No, I'm not. But at the same time, oh, dude, right, like, if that shit happens in my neighborhood, it lowers your property value. And what happens as that tree gets a little bit bigger, who knows? Dude, it might crush my. I don't want it to come down on my house at all. Well, you definitely not, but um, I'm assuming you don't live in the HOA. I do, but see his observation and where it's at. They're not going to say anything because I do. I'm in Texas. It's a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more. Whatever the hell you want to do here, um, people kind of leave you alone. But the other part of it too is your neighbors kind of talk shit to you to keep your house in order, and that is nice, dude. It's it's nice because that way there's no there's no sofas in the front seat with people having a barbecue with car on blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Like even even in the less affluent areas of town, uh, the houses are still like maintained with pride. You know, the yards are still pretty nice, and, and there's not trash everywhere. There's no graffiti. Right. They, there's no broken windows. You know, they they do take care of it. Yeah, I mean, I that's what I thought going into you know state of California expecting you know well they're all Democrats there and they're all good liberals. I'm sure it's like utopia. It's got to be, right? It's got to well, be. It has to be. You know, I mean, I live in Nevada. We have lights on 24-7. We have white streets. We have, you know, 24-7 steakhouses and bars. And I'm like, man, this place is awful. We have absolutely almost any freedom we want. Yeah, and you I'm can like, do anything you want. Yeah, though. this sucks. I, w- I want to go to California. I want to see like how – how Jerry Brown and and Kamala Harris and, and all these great <laughs> people, you know, what, what does their state look like? I, I want to mm-hmm. venture in there in mm-hmm. this utopia. Maybe we can bring it to Nevada. So I went and uh, um, I was a bit disappointed. How long ago was this? Was this recent? Well, this was uh, last time I was there. I was with you actually. And, oh wow! You know, whoa, whoa, dude, that was like twelve years ago. Yeah. So it was just. Oh, oh, wait, 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 no, no, I forgot. I was when you came to see me in San Jose, so that was like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, when we went time. up to San Francisco, we went up to San no, Francisco. That, that one right. time 12 years ago, we went to San Diego, and I will never bash San Diego. I'm like, that's no, San Diego is still pretty nice. Oh my god, California has a few nice places, like Monterey is they really have, dude, Monterey is gorgeous. They uh, have plenty, plenty. That's the problem with California because California could be literally utopia if it's ran right. If you talk about sanctuary the, cities instead of San Francisco, yeah. all the shithole cities like Malibu is a sanctuary city for the normal people who actually work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, that's the problem. See, if, <laughs> if California was a dog shit state in its geographical location, weather, scenery, and everything, I wouldn't blame them for ruining it. I'd be like, good yeah. for you. 
This is yeah. this is something you needed to ruin this place. <laughs> but oddly, when <laughs> you go to Wyoming, awful. it's in great shape. Wyoming's gorgeous and it's up maintained. You know, Arizona, like Arizona. <laughs> you know, we've been to Arizona together. You know, it's it's amazing. It's boring for me, but it's amazing. It's clean. It's a lot of parts of it are clean. You know, Sedona. Oh, dude, Arizona is very nice. You know, they 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 run a, it's they run a very tight ship there. You know, and Arizona is one of the only states in the union. You go to court and they have gun lockers at court. Yeah. You know, I, that was the most bizarre thing in the world when I, I had to go fight a traffic ticket because you know, I was going to see if I could get off on it. And I did, which was great. But when I went down there, I was like, all right, so I hear you can bring your gun in the courthouse. And you're like, you sure can. I was concealed carry it. And I was like, all right, well, I've got it. So I'm going to go ahead. And they're like, yeah, put it in that locker. But you put in a locker and they give you a key in court. Yeah. You bring your gun to court. Yet, there's a lot of places in Arizona where there's no crime. It's beautiful. It's well taken care of. And everyone has pride. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, but don't worry, it won't last long. <laughs> no, <me>. no, and, <laughs> and that, that it, it's crazy, man. So, you, obviously, we were just talking about it. I lived in California for that year, right? And you know, you came up to visit, and I, the one sentence that you said to me, and you were in complete and utter shock. And I've shared it with everybody, dude. I tell people this whenever they ask how California was. I said, you know what, my friend has lived over other places of the world. And he told me, I have been to other third world countries, but it's not as bad as San Francisco. Oh yeah, that that was unacceptable by any any country standard, you know. When like you it, told me that, I it hit me so hard that I was like, I have never heard someone say that. Yeah. And that's it, really what it's like. It, it's bad, you know. It, that to me that was just there is no way that's a standard living especially for how much they're asking per, per unit, per, per house, per apartment. There is yeah. no way any rational person would move there and be like, wow, I love it. There's nothing about it to love for me. Yeah. At you least. Know, my, my wife and I were talking about it yesterday and talking, you know, we, we, and you're going to hate me for this one. You're going to, you can't believe I'm going to say this. I told her that I kind of looked back on my year in California and in hindsight, I really kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed who her and I were. We, we learned a lot in our relationship. We had a great time there together. Uh, and luckily, we, we made okay money to where we could still have a life, go downtown on a, you know, a weekly basis, and we could go to yeah. concerts. We went to concerts in San Francisco all the time. But in the moment, it's such a grind every day. Yeah. That the day-to-day makes it almost impossible to enjoy those bigger, fun events when they come up. Yeah. I mean, you lived in a great apartment. You know, you have a theater, mm-hmm. you have a nice pool, you have really hot nice grandma. Gym. Yeah, yeah nice hot gym. grandma next door. God, yeah. hot grandma, dude. You know, I yeah. always wondered, like, I was going to be flipping on, like, Pornhub or something one day and running and her be like, oh, that was my neighbor for a year. Yeah, I mean, there's no issues with grandma. That lady, I was, granted, I was a little messed up, you know, but if I would have looked at her sober, <laughs> I would, I would. That was crazy that I never fantasize about. <laughs> My wife, she tells me, like, she'll be like, do you remember when Mo, oh, God, when Mo was uh, looking at our, our neighbor's mom or whatever, the grandma? She's like, the one thing that I always remember him saying with that look in his eyes, damn, she's solid for her age. And I laughed so hard when you said that because you were so, so serious. I was like, damn, I bet you he'd tag it right now if you have the opportunity. Well, I was single, so yeah. 
I would have. I would have. I would be like, you know, when, what time is the concert? I'll see you in an hour. I wouldn't even, oh, it, I wouldn't man. need that long. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy because it makes you wonder like right now, we're 31, I'm 31. Mm-hmm. So we still feel young. We're starting yeah. to feel a little bit of the aging, but it's nothing crazy. Not mm-hmm. too crazy. You know, but then I wonder like, what's it going to be like when we're 61? 30 years from now. It's going to suck so much ass. It's going to be, oh, dude, I'm going to constantly be in pain. I can already tell, but you just got to be that happy old guy, dude. I I cannot be that angry old fuck. Yeah, that's what I do not want to be, or else just kill me right now. You know, I kind of still want to play video games. See, I think think it really all comes down to, like, am I going to be like Robert Kraft, you know, when I'm like 65, 70 and widowed maybe or single or still got a wife at home. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I, I don't like a cheating. billionaire who has yeah. six Super Bowl rings and gets handies at the spa. I'd be yeah. okay with that lifestyle. But see, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm too extravagant. That's if I, because if I was a billionaire, I, I wouldn't go to a, a spa. I would build a spa in my, in my property and just have them all work there. Oh, yeah, there right. you go. I mean, that's... Yeah, like, that's just so cheesy to me. Like, you know, you have all this money and what? Security's going to see some hookers walking into your mansion? You pay them, buddy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, how are you... It just shows me that maybe money really doesn't mean shit. Oh, dude, I, I, I completely believe it doesn't. I really don't think money gives you happiness. I, I don't. Because you, you really... It sounds so cheesy and shitty, but you have to be okay with being happy with yourself. I mean, it's true. It is. It is. You know, like if I'm just thinking to myself, like, so what's the point of having all this money if you're going to do ordinary people's shit? You know, like Mark Zuckerberg, you're worth how many billions and you're driving a Prius? That's an insult yeah, for young is, capitalists. It's is. an insult. So what do you need that money for? Because you know what? I, I can use some of it. You know, I could buy yeah, a few cars. At least go buy a Porsche. Yeah, I there is buy a Porsche. Come on, there man. Is, dude. There is plenty of non-luxurious cars mm-hmm. that are under fifty thousand dollars. You know, if you're that cheap, if you're worth billion and the and you're that cheap, that's fine. I get it. I'm not judging, but there's so many. There's a Tesla. How much is a Tesla now? They have like the cheap line. What is it like? Thirty-five. Yeah, I think they're like thirty-eight or forty-five, something like that. Okay, Alfa Romeo. They start at like forty-two. Bam. Mm-hmm. exotic luxurious it's it's a brand name you know and it's under 50 grand but you go get a prius man you wear the yeah, same dude, outfit you know this is where i'm at i'm super sinister about this i don't think he's doing that because he he really wants to do that i think it's a gimmick i, I if i had to guess man a, you know it, it, just totally assumption here if i had to guess the reason they do that is so they can try to pretend to be humble and relatable and so that when people are out there and they do some crazy kind of sneaky sideways shit that you're like, I don't trust you, you kind of say, oh, but you remember when he's wearing that hoodie? Yeah, I wear hoodies. You know what? I'm going to let it slide. But behind the scenes, he's throwing those crazy like eyes wide shut par- parties and, and they're having these crazy extravagant you know, $2 million birthday party things. You just don't see it. Because if you had that perception, you'd be like, no, he's part of the rich, fat, white guy club. And you wouldn't Yeah, but, but see, the thing is, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's the case, honestly. I just don't look at him and see him as a, a normal dude. 
just me. I don't know. Like, I can believe Elon Musk is right there. The way, look at the woman he dates. I know he's wild, but he doesn't well, give a shit. Yeah, he's nuts. He's totally wild. You totally know, wild. But he doesn't give a shit. He'll sit down no. and smoke a joint with you and tell you, yeah, I'm pretty fucking crazy. And he doesn't care what you think of him. And people are like, oh, we love him even more. This guy is going to change the world. I'm like, okay. That, see, Mark Zuckerberg, on the other hand, I don't, he doesn't give me that. He doesn't look like one. You know, maybe Jack Dorsey from Twitter, maybe him too, like mm-hmm. crazy wild parties and, you know, private jets, this and that. I could see him like that. You know, I can even see Tim Cook like that from Apple, even though he's old as shit, but whatever, <laughs> you know. I, I could see a lot of people like that. I don't see Zuckerberg like that. Interesting. I don't. I can't. He, see he it. does seem just a little off. I'll be honest. You're, you're right. He does seem a little off. Just something's not quite right with that guy. Because every time you talk, you look at him. His facial expression almost yes. looks like he's just dumb. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh. you know, and he's dumb enough to expose his hypocrisy by trying to buy the whole block for privacy while being the CEO of Facebook. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Are their stock prices just like tumbling now? Yeah, it's because it's I, kind of a dead you, platform. Yeah, you're reading and you're reading, and it's almost like it's very quickly turning into what MySpace happened. It's almost the same kind of speed yeah. you're seeing. I mean, MySpace was everywhere, and then all of a sudden, Facebook came around and was gone, just gone. And then they try to revive that with some like ridiculous music video campaign, and bands would put music videos on there. But by that time, there's so many people that jump ship; it was just irrelevant. Yeah, and it, now Facebook, like with your feed, like it's just they packed so many ads into every page that it became just, like looking in the phone book. And then, like, if you want to comment on something, mm-hmm. everybody gets to see what you commented on. Like that, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, why? Why do you do that? <sighs> because I think they, they're trying to give everybody a voice, but in giving yeah, oh. everybody a voice, it oh. makes everybody hate everybody. Yeah. Because no matter what, if I want to, dude, even the people that I love the most in my life, I can look at them and villainize them completely on anything I don't like. There's always going to be something. No one's going to be a perfect hundred percent that you like them. Sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I don't believe in perfection. That number one hundred percent to me is a mathematical lie. It mm-hmm. doesn't exist. I don't have any evidence of proving what I just said. I'm the co-host on this show, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yes, you can. Yeah, but I'm telling. What is hundred percent? Show me one thing that is hundred percent proof from anything. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. What's getting me is you know when when you're talking about giving everybody a voice, all it's doing is really separating everybody more. I guess was my point on that. But they don't go. You're always. It turns into like two fractions, and they become very polarized. Like you have to like this. That means you're on my side. And if you're on my side, you like all the other things that are on my side. There's no more middle ground anymore. Well, yeah, it's it's definitely it definitely feels like that way. You know, I mean, look at how many times when when me and Dustin are talking, you know, and a subject comes up, and he's like, "You guys are ignorant." We. And it made me sit there and wonder one night, do we live on the same planet with these people? You know, because I'm not alt right and I'm not alt left. You know, I'm I'm a libertarian guy, you know, just leave me alone and you go on and do whatever you want. If you want to say hi, I'll say hi back. And that's about it, right? And mm-hmm. I'm I'm seeing stuff and I'm just like, but 
how? <laughs> like, how do you even, you know? You know dude, this this was it was an interesting topic that I kind of thought about for a few days. And I haven't actually talked to anybody on this one. I went to school. I, I'm glad I went to a college. I'm glad I went to a liberal art university. I'm glad that I finished. I glad, I'm glad all about that. What really gets me is what I learned there. I learned nothing. Nothing. Fucking nothing. Yeah, just because a waste of money. I went in not right or left. I really went in completely open-minded, but I started listening to the arguments that the professors would put forth. I'm like, there's not even logic behind that. There isn't, you know? I and mean... I, I, I guess I, I learned that I know more... Nah, that sounds bad because it makes me sound like I know everything. That's not true. I learned how to think critically for myself instead of just getting pandered to and like, I'm going to accept whatever my teacher says. I realized, oh, these are people that are behind me in line in Starbucks. And when I listen to them talk, I realize how stupid they are. Yeah. I, you know, no judging here, but there's just some things some people claim that, you know, that make no sense. Like they mm-hmm. legitimately make no sense. And, but in their head, it makes a perfect sense. And it makes me wonder. Do we share the same reality? Like, do we look at the same thing? But where or, does that start? Because I, I, we, do, we, a lot of people will see things completely opposite from each other. But where does that start? Does it start at home? Does it start in the education system? I mean, where is that that line of thought so ingrained in you that you're unable to see the other perspective? I honestly think it's just a low IQ thing. They're just not intelligent people, and they're just waiting for somebody to come on and tell them something, and they just run down and repeat it. Because anybody with any analytic, yeah. analytical thinking skills and breaks anything down objectively, mm-hmm. he will get the same result as you know some most of you know people will. But then when you when you go off the rails and and say something absolutely ridiculous, mm-hmm. and then you know people run with it, like like the Green New Deal. What is this thing? And I can't find enough information on it to form an opinion. Like I have no idea. It just seems like it's really a rough outline more than details. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like a a kid. Have you you ever seen the movie, The Campaign? Yes. Yes, I have. Rainbow Land. When they were debating and the guy, Uh he wrote the communist manifesto, Rainbow Land, you know? And he was attacking. I'm looking. It seems like Rainbow Land. Like how are you going to try to, okay, all right. You know what? Earth is going to hell. We're all going to die in 12 years. How are you going to build the train tracks that take us from LA to Hawaii without using a shit ton of heavy machinery and a lot of construction that will probably fuck the ocean up trying to get this metal down there? Like in what, how, how are you going to build? If you, if anybody can answer me in how that track is going to be built, I, I will sign on to the new green new deal myself. We'll be able to leave. That's well, it. They're probably trying to copy China because if you look at China right now, dude, they're they're building that giant bridge across the uh, Bay to what um, Macau. Okay. And you're looking, you're like, dude, that, that it's like a hundred miles of just this bridge over there. But again, yeah, Hawaii is much further than that. Um, yeah. Okay, it, it a hundred mile work. it doesn't bridge. Work. It doesn't like, work. It it won't work. It's it's you know it's just it's just. Yeah, it won't work because it's you know, and and cows are farting now, and apparently that contributes to to the to climate change. The scary thing is, I, I think the education system is really broken. 
because oh, it's yeah. basically just memorize and repeat and there's no critical thinking anymore. You know, when you think about college back in like our parents' days and, and my grandparents' days, it was meant to be a place where you go for finishing, like the critical thinking skills. You would learn that additional level of debate and compromise and understanding. And it seemed a little bit more, and I'm sure it was very similar to what it is now, parties and all that stuff. But I think right. the discussion in the classroom was much different. Like I, I remember a class that I ended up having to withdraw from because the teacher, I went to school, I went back to school and I was a little bit older. The teacher was probably the same age as me at that point, 23-ish maybe. And the entire class, it was English literature, like 212 or something like that. So it was all like the, the chariots on fire and all the Greek mythology and all the crap that I just cannot stand. And I hate all those English. I can't sit there and read a novel. And this guy, to try to make the, the material relatable to us, related everything to an episode of CSI. To the point where he was using character names and would talk about episodes of CSI every class. So after like the fifth class, I raised my hand. I said, hey, excuse me, can you do me a favor? For the people who have never seen an episode of CSI and don't know who Grimace is or whatever the hell the guy's name is, can, can you just talk about what we're reading so that I can remember what I read last night? And he was so offended that I questioned his, his teaching skills and didn't regurgitate what he said. Well, that's all on you, buddy, because when you walk into a college auditorium or, or classroom and and your professor or instructor or teacher and he likes CSI, you should have withdrawn immediately. That, that should have been a red flag for you. It's, you can't always. You can't always get your money back. It's expensive. The credits uh, might not transfer or the class schedule doesn't work for your schedule. Like I had, I was kind of forced. I was like, I have to get an English class out of the way. I have to get this done now. And right. I, I about five weeks in, I went to go talk to the professor head because what's even better is is the department chair. I took his class the semester before, and it was poetry. Dude, I hate poetry. I I, I don't yeah, like it unless it's in the form yeah. of a song. It's stupid. This guy made poetry so relatable and was like, "Here, I want you just to read it, and I'm going to explain to you why I appreciate it, so that maybe you can have an understanding behind that." He was sure. a great professor, super hippie, super liberal, but didn't force his ideas upon me. It was oh, so he's a bad professor in today's standard. Then, oh, he was he's a terrible professor. Yeah, he would have been considered outright, and he should be banned from university. Yeah. You know, um, mm -hmm. grounds. Yeah. yeah. So this guy was the department chair, and when my professor went in to complain about me to him, the department chair looked at him and said, "You know, I had that, that guy in my class last semester. He was one of my best students. You're telling me he's giving you an issue." This professor wouldn't show up for office hours for meetings and appointments I had. And when he said, you know, what do you like to read? I said, I'd rather read my accounting textbook. You know, that's something I can use in my everyday life. It interests me more. And he said, you know, you're telling me you don't like to read about chariots on fire and God swinging through the air and fighting and battling and, and half no, that's, horse, half no, man. That's what we watch TV for. We yeah. don't want to read that. No. Yeah. I, said, I don't oh, like reading anyway. I, yeah. I, I rarely read. I'm I'm a documentary type of guy. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Oh, God forbid you're learning something while you're watching television. No, but he got really angry at me because my answer to him when he said that, you don't like reading about that? I said, no, I'm an adult man. <laughs> I just, <he> just <laughs> looked at his face and he just turned around and walked away without saying a word. 
Yeah. Uh, he's butthurt by that comment. He's butthurt because I'm out actually having to work and this kid's just grown up in schools and now works in a school and he's never going to leave the school environment. Of course, his views are warped. He's never been in a job where someone's talked to him that way. And then he's going to just go ahead and talk about how everything should be a utopia because that's all he knows. Yeah, that's sad. I work at a school, working at a hospital. These are jobs. I, if I don't have to take him, I won't because I just don't like that environment. I never liked school. Yeah. Yeah, school environment. And I went to college, but I dropped out. But I like college, though. I just, it was, it, it was ex- expensive and I didn't want to have student loans. I was just mm-hmm. like, ah, this is not for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't well, want this. The hard part of it, too, is that if you go, like for me, I went for, you know, a business degree and I'm right. working out in the world for four years doing that kind of stuff. And then I'm coming into a class, I'm like, let me get this straight. In this class, you want me to do what I do at work, but do it from the very beginning and have to sit around and listen to all this bi- bullshit that in the real world you never use. Right. That was my whole thing. I, I'm never going to use this in my everyday work. I'm never going to use this in my everyday life. It's absolutely ridiculous. You know, yeah. And, and that's the bottom line. Again, that, that's why I have problems with schools is because they always taught me stuff I wasn't interested in. And if I'm not interested in something... I'm going to fail in it because I won't pay attention to it because I do not care, you know, and that's, that was my beef food school, you know, well, I was in Clark County school district. Yeah. Our, our school district. Cause we went to school. Oh, dude, every school, district. school. Yeah. Uh, every school. Trust me. It from, from <sighs> Bro. KG one till my senior year, you know, I really didn't start pay attention in classroom until because they're not you know, teaching until, those things. I'll tell you right now, man, the schools here, they have great vocational programs set up. So if you're that kid that finds like English really boring, you still have to take English classes. But for two periods a day, you get to go to like to shop and you get to go work on engines or you get to go work on engineering or coding or, or something. So you're yeah, like, oh, trade, let's trade, trade our job. Trade. Trade schooling, man. The answer is trade schooling. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't see what a political science degree will do you any good nowadays. There is no more science behind politics anymore. It's straight bashing. It's straight lies. It's straight attacking, you know, and straight victimhood. Mm-hmm. If you want to win in politics, you want to be a politician and win, play the victim. Congratulations. But, but trade school seems to be so shunned by that side of academia. And I wonder if it's really threatened by it. And that's why. That's okay. exactly what it is. Yeah. Why would I go spend $40,000 to get a bachelor degree? Where I can go to 60000 now. Yeah. Okay. Doing writing papers and theses and a bunch of fucking shit I don't want to do. Reading where I can go to a school and say. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I can go to a school, but like, how do you fix this engine? And they're like, sign right here, sign right here, cost you $10,000, go into that room and they'll teach you for 10 months how to fix that engine. Yeah, and the sad Bang. part is, man, is people don't have any of those skills anymore. I'm not kidding, man. I, I was talking to a, a client at my job and he literally was frustrated when he came in and said, my, my fixture, my, I have a lighting fixture that's not working in my office. I said, well, have you changed the light bulb? And he's like, you expect me to know how to do that? What? And I looked at him. I said, I'm sorry. You don't know how to change a light bulb? And he said, no, no. Who can I call out for that? And I, I looked at him. I was like, I don't, I don't even know. I, I have no idea who you'd call to change a light bulb. 
I was like, you could call an electrician to come up to change a light bulb, but it's going to be like $95. I was like, fine, can we get that scheduled? And I just, I looked and I was like, you don't have to call and get estimates. Just because I'm not, if you're dumb enough not to just reach up and twist a bulb, I'm not going to call and, like, you're just going to have to call and get estimates. It was just ridiculous. I could not believe it. But that's the people nowadays coming out of those schools. Yeah. I mean, they, they learn about, you know, they learn about Karl Marx. You know, that's that's important to know about everyday practical shit. Mm-hmm. That's the state's job, Jay. That's not his uh, job. The state. I'm so sorry. The state is supposed to come and make sure that light bulb is uh, efficient, whatever. It, it complies with the Green New Deal. And they have to give the approval and get fucking 10, 10 12 pages of paperwork mm-hmm. signed. So they can get the funds to go into the government storage mm-hmm. to get the light bulb out. And then send a city employee to go exchange it. It's so true. It's so true, but absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's eventually what when these did, people want. When did guys not become look, look dude? I, I'll be totally honest. I, I am not the most manly of men. I, I, I cook. I do all that that's kind of fu- stuff. But I fix shit around my house. You know, I have no problem yeah. with power tools and building stuff and taking care of stuff around the house. I'm not going to be able to build a whole house by myself. No, probably not. But I can lay a floor. I can lay a floor. That's not a problem. Okay. But you look at some of these guys, and they literally have no basic handy skills at all. Like I'm not kidding, man. I ask people all the time, like, oh, yeah. And I always tell people, like, oh, I'm buying a house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, first thing you want to do is learn where to turn your water off at all your different points that water might be coming out. Learn where your breaker panel is at. And they, they look at me like, you have to turn your water off? What? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what happens if your toilet bursts? Like, what happens if a pipe bursts and you can't figure out how to shut it off in the house? Where do you turn your water off? Well, you have to call a plumber. Yeah, and in that two hours it takes for your plumber to get out there, your house is destroyed. Like, and they just don't, they don't have any idea. No, they, they don't. They do not. Um, yeah, well, that's again. I mean, this I don't know what happened, and man, I I didn't get the same email everybody who liked the Gillette commercial did. <laughs> oh fuck that Gillette commercial! Because I, I saw that thing and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" You know, it's racist as fuck. First of all, oh god, yeah, right. It's hella fucking racist. It's hella fucking stupid. Like two kids wrestling. Like yeah, that's what boys do because they're men and life is chaotic. And these men need to grow up to be tough. I'm not saying being abusive or alcoholics or drug addicts or women being none of that. They just need to know how to handle themselves. Now, you know, That's it, it. here's really what that is. I, I'm convinced of this. Boys playing and wrestling like that is where they learn their strength. Because yeah. we are a lot stronger than a lot of people. Yeah. And so if you don't learn your strength there – when situations occur, you don't know how to either apply maximum strength or maybe take it a little bit easier. Yeah, you, you, you're 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 unready. You know these little squabbles we had when we were kids is you know I mean we're not felons, we're not criminals, we're not you know we don't you know I have a clean record, dude. I, I don't really break break the law. I don't you know I'm just chilling. Yeah, and, and uh, 
but that don't mean you know do i know how to clean an ar-15 absolutely do i know how to use a gun mm-hmm. yes do i know how to use a, a knife or use some sort of self-defense in a deadly situation yeah i do because i have to because i have a family you know and i care about their safety yeah and i care about my safety you know it, it got me because i was talking to a woman one night we were at dinner. It was my wife and I and a couple friends. And she said, you don't right. understand what women have to go through. You know, we have to look behind our backs all the time. When we leave a building, we look over our shoulder. We have to make sure that we park in lit areas. We have to make sure that we – and I was like, you mean you have to take basic safety precaution? I, I mean, every everybody who's rational should, should, should do that. Everybody should have some sort of good – you know, sense of situational awareness, exactly. like situational just, awareness. like basic survival shit. I, I, like you, they say it's like it's a like a thing. Like I have to do this. Yeah, I do it all the time too. I do it every single moment of my life. Every time I go to the bank and I'm going to go make a cash deposit, I, I I scope out the areas I'm parking as I get out. I'm kind of looking around if anyone's getting out of their car. If anybody looks funny, I do it every single day. I always park because you never know nowadays. No, you never know. Never know. I mean, how would you know? I mean, you know, and people will find ways to do stupid shit. It won't. It doesn't have every time to be an AR-15, all right? This big, scary, military-looking thing. It, it can be a knife. It could be an AIDS-infested needle. It could be a bunch. It could be a car. You yeah, know that junkie coming and walking people, over to me. Maybe I should walk, dude. I I have no qualms. I am not in in the least going to say I'm ashamed of it. There were several times when I lived in California. I'm like that bum up there just looks shady. He's fighting the air. I'm going to just cross the street because I know if no, I cross the street, yeah. he's not going to come over there, and it's just going to avoid the situation. If I walk forward, yeah. I might run into a situation. Odds are I'm not, but I don't want to fucking fight him. So I'm just going to walk across the street and I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't, I, no, I, I don't blame you. Everybody should always avoid conflict until just conflict don't want to leave you alone. Yeah. And they're like, all right, catch it then, you know, but you don't go out in the street and you're like, I'm going to go fight a bomb. No. So if you see yourself in a situation where you're about to get in confrontation with a homeless person, you kind of like, you know, yeah, you kind of need to make a rational decision. Like, do I really want to get that dirty? He's fucked up. He's either drunk or drugged out. You're going to put him down regardless. Mm-hmm. But do you want to have that interaction and blood exchange maybe from punches throwing? No. Nope. Is that what you – yeah. Not worth so, it. What, what, so, yeah, what's what's a better alternative? Well, he's too lazy to cross the street. So if I just cross the street, I'm – I'm, bam. You know, sit, you know, critical situation has mm-hmm. been diffused. And that's, you know – you should, everybody should try to avoid, you know, some tough guys will walk right by a mad dog him. You know, that's, that's, those are the toxic people Gillette should have been talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the people not, who are shitty. Not the average. Society. Yeah. They're just shitty people. You know, those are, those are the people that will go up to the bomb and mad dog him back. What the fuck are you looking at? You know, and try to act hard on an old guy and, with no home. You know, I, I, these people, I, you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm a human and I feel bad for them. And I'm just like, yeah, I could beat the shit out of him, but he's homeless. Like there's nothing I can do to him that would fuck him up even more. He losing a fight to a stranger. Okay. He'll forget about it. There's no, I can't destroy that guy. He's already destroyed himself. So what's the point of me trying to, you know, cause sometimes I deal with them at work. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just persistent and annoying and, you know, they provoke you. Well, but then you look at them and you're kind of like, ah, dude, just get out of here. 
I, I think for the most part, that kind of comes down to you, you just can't change people. No, you just can't. So, so you don't try. You can maybe nudge them, and they can maybe have some self improvement and self betterment. But for the most part, you're not going to change them. And so, Absolutely just avoid not. the people who are shitty that pull you down because it's just not worth it. And there's a it's, lot it's not, of them out there now, man. It, it maybe always. it's because I'm an adult now, so I've had more experiences and I recognize the signs of these crappy people faster. That might be it. But you just drive around and you, you hear people, and, and people on their phones are pissed and they're not paying attention, and they're all. If you have to wait more than five minutes, they lose their shit. Yeah, you know, even if even if guess, when I'm at a place, man, if someone's hustling, if they're working and they're doing their best, mm-hmm. I have all the patience in the world. All yeah, the patience I mean, in the world. Because I've been there. I've had those days where I'm like, no matter what you do, you cannot get done fast enough. Right. But then, you know, these people have no patience for that. Now, if they're all standing around, fine, get pissed. But you're telling me that you had to wait three and a half minutes longer than you usually do for your burrito at Chipotle? Oh, God forbid. God forbid. Uh, yeah. It's zero patience, man. I mean... I don't know. I, I try to keep my public interactions limited because I just don't have, you know, I, I like home. Home is quiet and peaceful. I don't know if that's part of aging as well, but I've always liked home or places I like, you know. Yeah, um, you have your spots. But, you you're, you like your very familiar spots. I will say that. And yeah, that's wrong with that because yeah. they're good spots. You find places that you know each time you go there, you're going to have an enjoyable evening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not trying to venture. I'm not an adventurous type of person. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really, you know. You know what, though? All I the places that you really like, all of them are usually places that are never busy. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. There's always yeah. regulars there. And those, yep. that small group of super loyal regulars keeps that place in business. Yep. Yep. That's how I like it, yeah. you know. And I, I don't like to. You usually do it to a mom and pop place. It's never a chain. It's always. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, I I don't like chains. I have nothing against chain places, but they just, uh, they don't do it for me. They're very artificial. They are. And their food is always shitty. It's always. Yeah. Yeah. Their food is dog shit. You basically trade quality for slightly above average consistency. But you never yeah. have a good meal. You're not like, oh, that was one of the best meals I've ever had. I could eat that every day. No, you eat it and you're like, yeah, I'll be back in three and a half months when I'm in a pinch and no one can agree on where to go. <laughs> right. You want me to go, what's yeah. Applebee's? They have unlimited appetizers. Are you that fucking cheap that saving oh. three and a half dollars is worth just eating cardboard? What the fuck is oh. wrong with you? Go spend $8 and go get like a nice burger or go spend 15, 20 bucks, get a, a half-ass decent steak. No, go spend 50 bucks and have a nice steak. Yeah. Go, I mean, if you're going to go out and have a nice steak, you better get a steak that's way better than anything you can make at home. But you know what? I'm not a foodie, so I don't care. You know, I'm happy with McDonald's dollar menu if I'm hungry. I really, I'm not, you know, but... I also remember times we were going to a touristic spots and spending like $80 on food there mm-hmm. and we barely had any food. Yeah, I, mean, I started just making everything at home. Like I just do it at home. and It's yeah. so much cheaper. But, I, you know, I've made some really nice dinners, dude. And it's a fraction of the cost. Like I, I made for Christmas, right? We had some friends over. We did shrimp and scallop appetizers. 
where nice. it was just like um, sauteed and just butter. And then we had like drawn butter on the table. And we're like, God, that was just a meal in its own. And then we had these giant tomahawk steaks that we did like a prime rib almost. And you're like, dude, that, it was an amazing meal. I'm like, yeah, for that whole meal, it cost us 120 bucks. We fed four people and it was an amazing meal. You could never do that when you go out. And, and you start to look at these people, and I guess that's kind of what it comes down to is maybe people just don't get the, the cost of value anymore. Like, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's dollar menu because McDonald's is fucking delicious. Yeah. But I don't know. I kind of got off topic there. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. Yeah, you know, I just, and then I, I don't know. I, we have a lot of good local bars here in Vegas. Oh, that's so. right. That's what we were talking about. You, you always doing your. Yeah, uh, and, and they're 24 7. Yeah, like, you know, some of the, you know, the bars, you know them. And we go there and we get royal treatment and we get really good food and half of it is comped and, you know, yeah. so I'm, and plus I'm not a foodie to begin with. So bar food is fine by me. Oh man, that one place has amazing eat. fish and chips. And the other place, oh God, what is it? The, the Blue Ox, man. Oh God. Oh yeah, that the place chicken finger Vegas. place. Yeah. Those chicken fingers are the best chicken fingers I have ever had in my life. They oh, are that so little good. Bar. Yeah, they are so good that I cannot order chicken fingers anywhere else again in my life because they are yeah. never going to be that good. I'm never going to yeah. have that same sense of satisfaction. There is that. There's there's a lot of spots that you know. And when tourists ask me when I used to drive limos, like, "Hey, where should we go?" I'm like, "Dude, go take an Uber and go there." Mm-hmm. You know, and tell them I sent you. I don't get paid for just tell them they'll take care of you. You know. I unfortunately most of the time don't see these people again, so I don't really know if they went or no. But I just recommend people. I used to recommend them to just local, you know, bar. Yeah, it's the off the beaten trail stuff. Where and that's dude, I'll tell you, man. Vegas had a lot of really good privately owned restaurants that were off this mm-hmm. trip that no one knows about, but they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I have never lived somewhere where I've had restaurants like that. San Jose, yeah. you would think this food there was like, oh, damn, you had great food in California. Yeah. I had never walked out of more restaurants in my life than I did when I lived in San Jose. San Francisco was all right. It was all right. But it was odd because it felt to me like you got a lot of slightly above average food in San Francisco. It was slightly above average. So everyone's like, oh, we've got great food. Because you never had a bad meal, but you never had a great meal. And even a lot of those shithole bars, you blue ox, you're going to get a great, great chicken finger meal. You know, that yeah. Thai place that we used to go to, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, that little family owned. Yeah, dude, it was good stuff. Still haven't found a Thai restaurant. I go to Thai restaurants twice a month, I find one and I try a new one. I've never found one that good. Yeah, see, and I'm, I'm honestly thankful I'm not a foodie mm-hmm. because if being a foodie and living in Vegas, you're in trouble. Like you're gonna need a bypass by the time you're 45. Yeah, that is you're true. You're gonna eat a lot. That is true, man. <laughs> you know, oh my god! Like it would never end if you're just constantly out on the hunt for good food. Like you know, and like you it's said, just a you bad know, idea. Local places, you get that royal treatment because you're in there all the time. Then you're like, oh, this guy's in here every time. You know, every night. So we should probably hook him up occasionally to keep him coming back. Yeah, and well. Yeah, that or your friend ends up being bartending there, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's a small city. Like you'd be, you know, everybody kind of knew everybody's one way or another or knew somebody that knew somebody you mm-hmm. knew, you know, mm-hmm. like you and uh, you and your buddy went to the same high school. Did you guys know each other? 
yeah, uh, no, no, not when we were in Vegas, actually. Well, yeah, we did. We had, we had known of each other. We had known of each other, but we didn't hang out. So, so when you when you walked into that metro station and you're in your first Explorer meeting and you saw him, like you guys went to high school together. You didn't yeah, even know it. Exactly. Isn't that wild? Yeah. But <laughs> same grad year, right? Yeah. Or he was maybe a year above you or a year behind you? A year above me. I was just talking to my boss the other day and uh, I had told him, I said, you know, it's really nice being here because I've only been in this town now in, in Texas for about a year. And I told him, I said, it's really nice that I've moved because in Vegas – Every time I went out, I ran into somebody. I ran into somebody. And it's yeah. kind of nice being anonymous. No one knows who you are. No one cares. Yeah. They're never going to see you again. And I guess when you lived somewhere, like when I lived in Vegas, I was there for 27 years. Right. So, yeah, all right. You know, you, you end up knowing a lot of people in that time frame. You've interacted with a shit ton of people. I mean, I've I've seen your ex in a picture once, and I ran into her at a bar and started pulling jokes. <laughs> that's true. Come on, that's true. That's how that's how small this. Is. It looks big. I mean, you know, when you drive down, no, it's not small, but the population yeah. is small. Yeah, like you you will run into somebody at a certain point someday during the week. It's just how it is. Yeah, Bro, you want to hear something crazy? We've just done about an hour, so we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. A uh, few things that I just wanted to touch out. So if you can subscribe, uh, please subscribe to the podcast and also like us. If you can also follow us on Twitter, uh, our Twitter handle is at TOD podcast. So thoughts on demand podcast. Uh, we can follow us there. Reach out to us. If you want to hear any topics on the show, you can just post them. And uh, basically, here's how we're going to be using our Twitter. We're just going to troll everybody. That's my. We're gonna post memes. Yeah, memes, and I'm just gonna troll the shit out of everybody because I think it's hilarious to watch them get worked up. And I, the people are so retarded. They're just retarded. (laughs) (laughs) The word retarded. I need to go ahead and break on you and become very. I fucking hate these people. So yes, that's all I'm gonna do. Um, and so we'll interact directly with you there but again uh, another thing to steal your friends phones subscribe on their phones and uh, that's it so next week we'll kind of have more of the same and we'll see you soon we're going to be posting this every Monday we'll be up first thing for you Monday morning so when you're at work and you're bored out of your mind you can listen to us just ramble on to shit alright well it was nice talking to you now see you next week alright see you buddy <laughs>